All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know at the start of your day. I'm Alex Matthew and this is Bloomberg Quint's daily morning update. Today is the 18th of February. The top news comes from back home. Reliance Industries is consolidating its media and distribution subsidiaries under Network 18 Media and Investments. According to an announcement that came in last evening, the news broadcasting business of TV18 Broadcast will be housed in Network 18 Media and Investments. TV18's interests in 51% subsidiaries Viacom 18 and AETN 18, as well as IndiaCast, which is the 50-50 joint venture with Viacom 18, are also going to be part of the consolidation. Meanwhile, cable and broadband businesses of 10 networks and Hathaway Cable and Datacom will be housed in two separate wholly owned subsidiaries of Network 18. For details of the share swap ratios that shareholders can avail of, do look up the story on the website bloombergquint.com. Investor demand for India's first long-term repo operation exceeded the funds on offer by nearly eight times as lenders rushed to borrow cheaply from the central bank. If you remember, the special long-term repo was announced by the Reserve Bank of India at its last policy meeting in a bid to improve transmission of monetary policy. The RBI received 63 bids worth 1.94 lakh crore or nearly 2 trillion rupees and called the response highly encouraging. It accepted bids worth 25,000 crore rupees. The yield on the 10-year benchmark government bond closed a basis point higher yesterday at 6.39%. Lenders to Divan Housing Finance Corporation have received expressions of interest from at least 15 bidders under the insolvency process, according to sources who spoke to Bloomberg Quint. The deadline for submitting the expressions of interest ended at midnight uh, yesterday. Bain Capital, Wellspun Group, KKR & Co., Asset Reconstruction Company of India, or ASIL, and Oak Tree Capital are among those who have submitted bids for the entire DHFL portfolio. In the telecom space, telecom firms scrambled to pay a part of the outstanding annual gross revenue dues yesterday. Vodafone Idea put in 2,500 crore rupees and promised to pay another 1,000 crore before the end of the week. Tata Teleservices paid just under 2,200 crore rupees, which it believes are its entire dues arising from the Supreme Court's ruling on AGR dues. Earlier in the day, Bharti Airtel said it had deposited 10,000 crore rupees and planned to pay the rest by the 16th of March. The Department of Telecom, meanwhile, is now weighing the option of encashing bank guarantees given by firms when they got the telecom licenses. UV Asset Reconstruction Company has proposed a resolution plan for the bankrupt telecom operator Aircel and its subsidiaries, Aircel Cellular and Dishnet Wireless. Under the proposed resolution plan, which has been approved by the Committee of Creditors, the ARC will issue zero-coupon optionally convertible debentures worth 6,630 crore rupees against the secured financial creditors' claims of around 19,600 crore rupees. 
Markets Regulator Securities and Exchange Board of India has decided to tighten its eligibility norms for investment advisors and decided to introduce an upper limit for their fees. SEBI has also barred the use of titles like Independent Financial Advisor or a Wealth Advisor for those dealing in the distribution of securities unless they are registered as investment advisors as well. Tata Sun's former chairman, Cyrus Smithry, has moved the Supreme Court for the removal of several anomalies, uh, according to it, in NCLAT's December 18th order in the Tata Mystery case, saying his family, Shapurji Palunji, deserved more relief from the tribunal. In international news, Apple doesn't expect to meet its revenue guidance for the March quarter due to work slowdowns and lower demand caused by the outbreak of the COVID-19 in China. It said that global iPhone supply will be temporarily constrained. All manufacturing partner facilities, according to Apple, have reopened, but they are ramping up more slowly than expected. In international markets, U.S. markets were shut yesterday for a holiday. The early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have all started in the red, with the Nikkei 225 in Japan leading losses down over a percent. And with that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan. Lots to talk about today. How are we likely to start the day? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Global queues certainly seem to be on the weaker side today. The SCX Nifty, the Asian markets, all of them are pointing to a negative outlook. But lots of stocks to watch out since the earnings season is over. The entire Reliance group of stocks, that is Reliance Industries, Network 18, TV 18, Den Networks and Hathway will be in focus. Now TV 18 broadcast, Hathway Cable, Den Networks will merge into Network 18 Media. And the news broadcasting business of TV18 will be housed in Network18. The cable and broadband business of Den and Hathaway to be housed in two separate owned uh, uh, subsidiaries of Network18. Reliance Industries holding in Network18 will reduce from 75% to 64% upon the implementation of the scheme. Now the share swap ratio is 92 shares of Network18 for 100 of TV18, 78 of Network18 for 100 of Hathaway and 191 of Network18 for 100 in Den. JSW Energy has signed the share agreement to acquire 100% stake in GM. MR's Kamala Ganga Energy for an enterprise value of 5321 crores. The management says that the asset fit in JSW stated strategy with 85% tied up capacity and gives geographical footprint in the eastern region. The management believes that the acquisition is value accretive from day one. DHFL will be in focus. At least 15 bidders submit expression of interest for DHFL's business under IBC. KKR, Bain, Wellspun Group, Asset Reconstruction Company of India and Oak Tree Capital seek to purchase the entire loan book of DHFL, while Deutsche Bank, Edelweiss, Piramal Group and Baring Capital seek to buy partial loan book under IBC. JSW Steel has been declared the preferred bidder for three Odisha iron ore mines whose combined iron ore resource stands at 1092 MT. Finolex Industry says that the force majeure declared by the company's major VCM supplier during March 2020 and the operation of the company with respect to VCM to PVC route will be affected for 30 to 35 days. Hutamaki PPL came out with numbers, revenues up 10%, EBITDA up 2%, profit up 4 times. The margins was impacted due to higher raw material cost and the tax write-back of 32 crores aided the profit number.
HDFC mutual fund sold in 3 lakh shares that is 1.2% stake in APL Apollo tubes in a block deal yesterday and in terms of brokerages City has cut Z's target to 260 from 280 maintaining a neutral and Nomura has cut BHEL's target to 33 from 48 maintaining a reduce they say that the possibility of turning net debt by FI21 for BHEL is there but there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade thanks Sarshan and as always thank you all for listening in this is Alex Matthew signing off have a great day I hope you enjoyed listening to all you need to know did you know that you can listen to the show on the IBM podcast app on the IBM podcast app along with this we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta The Seen and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.